What's up, friends? I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and welcome to the Celebration Effect podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're here at Listening Live, that means that it is the dawn of a new year. And actually, it's the dawn of a new decade, which I feel like there's a little bit of pressure related to a new decade. Like, what does that mean for us? Do we need to embark on like a whole new journey in our lives? What is 2020 going to bring us? I think a lot of times around New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, looking back on the previous year, we kind of, it feels a little pressure-y, right? I mean, is pressure a word? I don't think so. But you get what I'm saying, right? It's like, okay, where was I this year and where where am I going to go next year? And so that's what I want to talk about in this episode. I want to talk about setting intentions for the new year. How can we set up our goals, set up our resolutions so that at the end of the year we can say, yes, I did this, I accomplished this, and we don't have any fall off. So let's talk about it right now. Hey friends, I'm Lindsay Ashworth, and this is the Celebration Effect Podcast, the podcast that gives you the tools and knowledge you need to stop living for the someday and start celebrating the now. Together, we'll celebrate our minds, bodies, and souls, and realize that life is cause for celebration. I'm so grateful you're here. All right, so I actually don't go to the gym anymore. I used to go every day. Well, maybe not every day, but like five or six times a week. And now if you follow me on Instagram at Party Decorations and Positivity, you know that I've switched really to only working out at home just to be there with my family more. I felt like I was spending a lot of time at the gym. So, but my point about that is that I always hated January 1st at the gym, right? December was great. Like no one was there. Um, and I actually went to a gym where you could just let yourself in whenever you wanted, which I loved. So I could go and work out on the holidays or whenever I wanted. And there was like no one there. Ugh, who doesn't love an empty gym, right? Um, aside from the fact that sometimes it's a little bit creepy. <laughs> but anyway, I feel like in the new year, right, everybody set this new goal to lose weight or get fit or whatever it is. And it's so frustrating because you can't find a parking spot. Everybody's working now. You got to sign up for a treadmill, whatever it is. And then it's so annoying because so many people are there, but then what, three or four days in, maybe two weeks in, it starts to go back to how it was before, right? Uh, nobody's working out as much as they you know, had planned. People have made these New Year's resolutions that they're not following through on. And once again, the gym is a fun place to be. So what is it about these goals that we set. What is the difference between someone who can set a goal and actually achieve it and continue on it and then someone else who, you know, just goes to the gym or whatever it is that you've decided to focus on this year and you don't complete that goal, right? What is the difference between those two people? And I want to say that the reason behind it is 
all starting with their intention. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about intentions before, and we've talked about how it is so important, especially in things like weight loss or if you're planning to eat more healthy, by setting these intentions, it really does help you to stay on your path, to stay on your diet or your workout plan. And But what I want to look at is what about that in the brain actually is happening, right? Why why does an intention help us to better stay with our goals? But before I do that, I want to take a second to just think about what you are going to set as your goal or as your resolution this year. And just think about this fact that so many times we don't set big goals for ourselves for the only the main reason being that we are scared that we will not achieve those goals. There's that really great quote that says something like, you know, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, right? And so here we are trying to protect ourselves from from feeling bad about failing. Heaven forbid we don't make this goal and we're going to make it mean something, right? But the funny thing is if we don't set these goals, if we don't try for something, then we're not ever going to get it anyway, right? And so it's just so funny how we think we're protecting ourselves by not setting big goals, by not going for things. When really, you know, there's that book, right, that talks about, what is it, like the seven things that people regret on their deathbed or something. I would not have wanted to have been that author because you clearly would have had to sit with all these people on their deathbed. But I mean, if you think about, I think the top thing is that people wish that they would have gone after things in their lives, right? People don't regret the things that they did do. They more regret the things that they didn't do. So just think about that as you set a goal. I was never really into goals prior to kind of starting my business and all that, but I think it was just because of the fact that I was really just scared that I wasn't going to hit certain goals. Now I set goals every year, and even if I don't hit them, there's no meaning to that. I'll just set a new goal the next year. So that's something to think about as you kind of start this process of thinking about your goals for 2020. Let's get into kind of the background as to why setting intentions is so important. So again, we've talked about why it's important in losing weight or sticking to a healthy eating plan, that kind of thing. But let's kind of examine what goes on in our brain when we create an intention. Creating a clear intention is just extremely important for directing your conscious energy and your attention towards your future goal. And this isn't just losing weight or getting fit. I mean, this is anything that you plan to do. If you're looking to make a career change, maybe you're looking for a totally different path in your life, maybe you're looking to start a business, whatever that may be, it's setting that intention for what that looks like. So just in the case of like going on a road trip, for example, how could you end up where you want to go if you don't actually know where you're going, right? Have you ever headed off onto like a road trip or something and didn't know your destination? (laughs) Probably not. And I would argue that if you ended up just wherever, then that's probably what your intention was, right? You set off to, oh, let's just get lost. Let's just have a great time, right? And so if that's your intention, then that's, you know, what you're going to get. But if you intend to set out 
you know, for Chicago, let's say you're going to do a bunch of different things and go a bunch of different ways than you would if you were going to San Francisco, right? So different intentions create very different outcomes. So that's so important to remember as you kind of set your intention. So a few episodes ago, we talked about how our subconscious mind is really controlling a lot of the things in our lives. And that's why it's so hard to make change in our lives. So if you didn't listen to that, make sure to go back to it because it's a good foundational building block for all the things we're going to be talking about. But one of the things that our conscious mind does as it passes things over to our subconscious mind is that it filters the data that we're taking in, you know, in our sight, smell, taste, all of that based on the beliefs and experiences that we already have. So when we set a very clear intention about what we want to achieve, we're essentially priming our brains to start filtering for these new thoughts, new ideas, new opportunities and possibilities that align to that goal instead of like an experience from the past, for example. And if you think about this in terms of the law of attraction, things like that, we've talked about how Yes, when you think about seeing a yellow car or something, yes, you are putting out this energy and attracting these yellow cars, right? But also you're filtering this information so that your subconscious mind will see those more often. So not only are you putting out the energy to draw them towards you, but you're also signaling your brain to notice them more. That is why and that is how kind of the law of attraction kind of comes into all of this you're probably thinking, well, of course I know what I want, right? I want to lose 10 pounds. I want a new job. I want a million (laughs) dollars. But as we've learned, our brains are kind of all over the place. We think we know what we want, but then our brain kind of wavers. We catch ourselves thinking for a second, like, is this what I really want? You know, even in my business, I have these big goals. And then I question myself, is this what I really want? Because fear sets in, ego sets in. And your brain tells yourself, you know, I'm happy right where I am. Maybe I don't need to change. Does that sound familiar? Probably on a diet too, right? Like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm happy with my weight. It's fine. So if we put the pen to paper, we are very less inclined to listen to that ego. We'll try to push past that when it's talking us out of our goals. So you probably have an intention in mind now that you want to set for your goals, set for your resolutions, that kind of thing. But the next tip is that you want to make sure that this intention is set in the positive. And we'll go into this so that you kind of understand it. So if I tell you not to think of a pink elephant, what's the first thing you think of? Exactly. A pink elephant, right? That's for sure what you're thinking of. What's happening is that our brains use mental imagery as a way to predict and plan for the future. And it helps us to think about these possible negative futures to avoid. And so this is why you need to state your intentions in the positive. Let's look at a few examples. What I mean is don't create an intention to move away from something negative because your mind will create an image around the statement. Let me give you a few examples. One of them is, let's say you say in your intention, and this is not just like a New Year's resolution, this is something you probably say in your life, right? So this is a good example of how this is beyond just a New Year's resolution, but you know, I don't wanna have a relationship with my son like I had with my dad. What mental picture does that create in your mind? 
you ha- you get a really clear image of you having a similar relationship with your son that you probably had with your father, right? So instead, your intention should indicate what you do want. You know, Esther Hicks from Abraham Hicks is always talking about this. Focus on what you do want. Stop focusing on what you don't want. So what you do want in this situation is, you know, maybe you want a more I want a trusting and transparent relationship for me and my son. I am attentive, patient, and present in his life. You know, I will always take account his feelings, right? What kind of mental picture does that create? Such a better, a warm feeling. It really does give you that feeling of of what that relationship could be. And I kind of have a personal story here. I Hopefully it's okay. I'm going to ask my mom before I post this. But I think I've talked about this before that um, my mom is struggling with cancer. And she's had it now three times. And it's just really a horrible situation. And, you know, she said to me, I'm not going to die. That's what she said to me. And I wanted to say to her, I think I actually did say to her, yeah, but do you want to live? What does wanting to live look like? You know, what's your intention there? If you say, I don't want to die, I'm not going to die. There's so many like cancer patients that are probably saying that, like, I'm not going to die. I'm going to fight this, right? Well, what mental image does that give you? Death and dying and fighting the cancer, right? But if you change that just a little bit and say, I'm going to live, what does that look like? You know, what does your life look like after you've you've fought the cancer? After you can tell your friends, you know, it's it's gone. These are the kinds of things that you want to focus on. You want to make a mental image around what that will look like when you've finally overcome it. When we start to create this visual picture of what we want, what happens in the brain is that we actually start to build new neural pathways through this imagination. And we'll talk more later about visualization and how that you know comes into play, but this is just the foundational building blocks as to why repeating these images, this intention over and over again in your mind, it helps you to build and train your brain to understand what's possible for you instead of reminding you over and over about what you don't want. So again, it's that it's it's aligning your energy, your vibration to the thing that you want, right? So and that's why by setting this positive intention, you're aligning your energy with that intention and you can start to visualize what that picture can look like for you. I really hope this was helpful to you. I know it's short and sweet, just getting you right into the new year, thinking about what you can strive for this year, living a healthier, happier life and being the best, most aligned version that you can be. So hope it's helpful to you and I would love to hear about your new year's resolution. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Would love to hear from you. Have a very safe and happy new year and I hope you take a little time to celebrate your life. Thanks, guys.